Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores brings your Garage Logic podcast number 1,118. 99 degrees was the high on this day, twice, 1941 and 1999. John, would you quick go to your uh, sure. wonderful newspaper site you have? This mm-hmm. is at least two or three days in a row for 1941. See what they might have been saying about the heat. Okay. It's always fun. 1941 and 1999, it was 50 degrees in 1891. And what a swimming day. What a mm. lake day this is. This I can see it. I can smell it. I can feel it. It's a lake day. I hope you're going to swim on a beach that's been kept free of weeds and unwanted vegetation and algae and junk by Aquaside products made in White Bear Lake. What a swimming day on White Bear Lake. Minnetonka. Anywhere. Oh Harriet. Hell Calhoun. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Bidet Makaska. Yeah. Anywhere in the state. What a swimming day. And Aquaside products have been there for the rescuing of those swimming beaches to keep them perfectly clear. They've been keeping beaches look great for more than 60 years with a great line of products that are easy to use, they work quickly, and they've been approved by all of the environmental experts, so everything is safe. Call Aquaside, describe what you're looking at. Man, there's a lot of swimming season left, and your beach will look great the rest of the summer. Call Aquaside at 1-800-328-9350 or go to Aquaside.com. And now, from the mayor's (coughs) office above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic. With Chris Reavers, Manning Technology Corner, Kenny Olson from the Krabby Coffee Shop, John Hyde in the newsroom, and of course, the rookie. Here is your flashlight king, fireworks commissioner, and the keeper of common sense, your mayor, Joe Sushir. Yes, Ken. Uh, The joke's on you guys. Uh, That is the best photo of me I have ever taken. (laughs) As a matter of fact, I'm supposed to come down there for a photo shoot. I'm canceling. That's the one. one. I told you you look good. Describe to the listeners. We had some fun at Kenny's expense, but the joke apparently is on us because yesterday you were talking about your personal review of the Barbie movie over the weekend, and in that vein, you started to refer to Kenny as. Ken. Well, the brain trust behind the scenes here decided to superimpose Kenny's face on Ken's body. He and it was good the, as a blonde. I and it was say. the only good picture I've ever taken, uh, um, like, I don't know, 15 years ago <laughs> when I didn't weigh 400 pounds. Um, yeah, I like it. <laughs> that photo is going to be on social media momentarily. Oh, it's already on social media, and oh. I retweeted it. Oh. Ken, uh, Ken, you have the uh, uh, misfortune of believing that I was outraged that a Minnesota Viking, Jordan Addison, a rookie, was uh, stopped for speeding. I'm not outraged at all. I'm outraged by two things about the story. Everybody else. No, we weren't outraged, you moron. I'm outraged by two things. One, he bought a Maserati SUV. That outrages uh, no, me. Not a Maz, not a Maserati. Lamborghini. I'm sorry, Lamborghini. Same yeah. thing. Yeah. SUV. <laughs> get the car. And two, he gave the old uh, dog hate my homework excuse. That- he said that he had to race home because his dog was having a problem. I I would have preferred had he said something like, "Sir." It's 3 o'clock in the morning. I'm stone cold sober. I got this machine here that's unbelievable. I just wanted to see what it could do. He would have risen up in my standings. 
I will meet you halfway. I agree. I hate phony excuses. Yeah. He should have said, I'm driving a Lambo. Yeah. I have to go 140. I, I grew up in poverty. Uh, I suddenly got a $7 million signing bonus. I got paid. Look at this machine. I got to see what it can do. I'm stone cold sober. It's 3 o'clock in the morning. There's nobody around. He still would have gotten the ticket, which is fine. But he would have sounded a lot better. I I disagree with you on the choice of car, though. Although I don't personally like it, I think it's a great idea because you're completely undercover. You don't have to worry about clearance issues. You can drive it year-round, and it's crazy fast. That Porsche has the same thing. Well, you do, Porsche. Have a, you do have a point. We do have something here called winter. So he probably does have the right vehicle for winter. See, I love going unnoticed mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying rolling undercover and the maserati suv is is you know from a, from a fly i'm sorry a lamborghini maserati from a flying horse <laughs> looks just like a chrysler or anything it does else. yeah so yeah. No, well, you're well, right he'd, he'd remain undercover see oh. i would hope that he would have a real lambo in the garage that, that would be my hope but you're right with the excuse thing just you got busted admit guilt yeah it's no big deal. No. All he deserves is a ticket. I don't think the Vikings have any cause to punish him. I don't know if they intended to or intend to. Did you see, though, his apology today? There is no way he wrote that. That Those were the words of a professional a publicist. <laughs> well, of course. They have people on right. staff to do that. Right. You know, to take do, care do of you, them. Do you think they write those letters the day they're signed and they just fill in the blanks? Here's your stack. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> take these ten letters with you and use them when you need to. Well, I'm trying to find it because I remember having a lot of fun with it with Roycey, but when the Vikings traded for, I believe his name was Josh Freeman, you could hear Vikings general manager Rick Spielman whispering into his ear. Oh, right. What to say to the I did hear that. Remember yeah. that was I a remember few that. years ago, and I yeah. thought, they're not even trying to hide the fact that they're telling him what to say. Regarding my purchase of a uh, device that will help me split wood, uh, <laughs> I have a note. Oh, don't use my name. From I can't Jim. have people knowing I listen to you. Oh. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> Joe, I was listening to your show on the 24th yesterday, and my ear perked up with your interest in that log splitter you got. Tell the morons that this thing is magnificent. It's not meant for splitting newly cut full logs, but works fantastic for getting aged wood to the final split size for the fire pit. Be sure to purchase from legitimate retailer and not an imitation from Amazon. Well, it came from Amazon, but it's not an imitation. I think he would approve of this product. The initial push was for this experiment for this experiment came from a determination that it would be safer using this than flailing an axe about in the dusk uh, after a day of beverages. The recommendation for this splitter came from my neighbors, Lefty and Stumpy. If, <laughs> nice. If you look closely, you can see the GL flag flying, and he sent me a picture of his. He lives in Gumption County. His name will remain secret. Uh, and down on the dock, he was flying the American flag and the GL flag. But the picture of his device is exactly the device I got in the mail. So, And Bill Stein up in Aiken notes, many years ago when we had another energy crunch, I put in a combination wood-oil furnace to heat our 4,800-square-foot house. Terry and I put up 
10 cords of wood every year. We have 100 acres of woods and did everything from felling to hauling to splitting. I bought a hydraulic wood splitter after spending two years splitting by hand with a splitting maul and a wedge. Oh. Your birch is by far the easiest wood to split. It almost splits itself, and the yeah. absolute worst is elm. Yeah. Use your Twitter gizmo and a hand sledge from Fratelloni's hardware store, and you should be fine. Don't listen to your cast member, who I bet doesn't know a cant hook from a peavy. Are you kidding me? Huh? Is he talking to me? Yes. I was splitting and stacking and felling and hauling um, stupid firewood at the age of 10 to about 20. What's there's nothing What's There's nothing hook? I don't know about it. It's something I don't need because I'll tell you why. Well, what is it? <clears throat> Here's why you don't need this. When it comes and this is my this is my policy and GLers the world over should write this down. When it comes to firewood, you don't want to touch that piece of firewood more than once. You think of each piece of firewood as a piece of human dung. Why? And when you think of it that way, stop, stop. When you think of it that way, you start thinking about ways. How do I make this easier? How do I not touch this? How do I get the machinery to do this without picking this up? So you go from cutting, and once you've cut with the chainsaw, everything else is done with machinery. You what? never pick up that log. You never put it on a splitter. You never stack it. You don't do any of that nonsense. What's a cant hook? Oh, it's for moving logs around. Who What's cares? A for for dragging a logs. What's a PV? It's an amp that we all hate using because they're yeah, affordable. Horrible amps. Yeah, horrible amps. Awful amps. <laughs> I, uh, Good one. I need to hit the refresh button because I have no idea what's going on. You guys, yeah, I, that's, no you guys that stack your firewood, <laughs> I laugh at you. Laugh you at you. Me. You mock me. All you're doing is wasting time. What are you supposed to do with it? Pile that ass up. Use a tractor and loader. And finally, Ingi weighs in regarding your discussion of a wood splitter. You were describing the Kindlin Cracker, invented by a young Australian girl with the intention to take already small diameter logs into small kindling material for starting a fire and not intended to replace a dedicated log splitter. It's available at a local retail retail store. I'd name it, but I don't think they sponsor your podcast. I've had one for years, and I swear by it. I also have a 22-ton hydraulic log splitter. 22 tons? Gets its capability. That's the, It's capable of and that much. I would much. be happy to come over and help you with your wood. That's hydraulic okay, pressure. Andy. That's okay. We got it. I haven't used a can't PV hook stupid thing since I was a kid, and I was working at a sawmill. Mm-hmm. I have two of them, and I've never used them as an adult, huh. ever. Yeah. Uh, Joe, I, I have your weather stories here, if you'd like them, from 1941. 1941, we had a nice hot streak. What were we saying back in 1941? Because today we're saying it's dangerous, it's catastrophic, and it's unprecedented. We're not saying that on uh, 1941, July 25th, Minneapolis Morning Tribune. It was the headline, one of two headlines. I'll, I'll read you the second one in a minute. You couldn't get away with it today. But the first headline says 104 cracks five-year high. And then there's a story to describe how the weather is. Uh, cooler forecast uh, stalled up north because of various weather conditions. Nothing uh, you know, horrible about that. Right. Uh, then there's, there's a clever little photo that says just move outdoors. It helps. And it shows a bunch of kids sleeping in city parks last night when right. it was warm. Wow. And then there's one other uh, somewhat horrible story. Apparently, a 10-year-old drowned in Lake Harriet, and uh, people were looking for her because uh, of the heat. Uh, cars were jammed all along the highway looking for her. She was swimming because 
of the heat. So no, there's no alarmist uh, things. Just that it's hot right. and tells how hot it's going to I've be. A, no, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, do you, we, did you do that headline yet? No, I was going to do the second headline. Uh, this remember this was what five months before Pearl Harbor. Uh, so the first headline is 104 cracks five year high, and right underneath in large letters is Jap appeasement ends. Whoa. I don't think you could. You do probably that wouldn't anymore. have that today. Yeah. No. No. Such, where do you go? I, I know I should know this. Where do you go to get the records? Like I was trying to look up the hottest it's ever been on Earth this morning, and I could not find a serious answer. Where do well, you go? Well, you could just Google that one. Uh, I did, and I, I just got all I got was stories saying this summer's the hottest summer. Well, I on get record. the annual calendar put out by the Fresh Water Society. Freshwater Society. Mm -hmm. Okay, and then I have another question for you. Where do you hang? Where, do you yeah, hang where does that? I keep it on my desk where <laughs> I play off. Okay. Gotcha. Freshwater Society. And you leave that one at home because you don't dare bring that. No, here. that's a treasured value. Right. Yeah. My second question is: Why do we need to um, fear the ozone so much? Well, I, we brought ozone up fairly recently, and my observation was: Why are we suddenly talking about ozone? Yeah, we haven't had ozone warnings. Well, before. we got to ramp up the. Well, the scare just tactics, explain we? what it is to me. Don't people buy ozone machines? I don't know. It's some kind of thing. It's a, ozone yeah, generator, juice or something. It's a, <laughs> something in the air. It's an unguent. I don't know what the hell it is. There's a layer. And you know, if you use right guard deodorant, you kill the ozone layer. Hold on, ozone machine. Yeah, ozone it generators. Good. It smells good. Oh, now I remember. Yeah, we had this conversation. You can spend up to four hundred bucks, five hundred bucks on one. Oh, you can get you can get them. Yeah. When when inhaled ozone can damage the lungs. Well, we have ozone warnings, John. Yes. Yeah. Huh. Brooklyn Center intends to or is proposing to establish a memorial with, I believe, a statue of Dante Wright, and uh, this might have been considered uh, inevitable uh, given today's political class, but I think you people in Brooklyn Center, if you go through with this, you're missing a, you're missing a great opportunity. Uh, you should only establish, and I'm being very serious here, uh, because you could do some you could do some great education here for young people, and I'm being very serious. You should only establish uh, some memorial to Dante Wright if next to it is a memorial to Caleb Livingston. Mm -hmm. Caleb Livingston is the guy Dante Wright shot and ruined his life. Allegedly shot him in the head in May 2019 was Kate when Caleb Livingston was 16 years old. And he went into paralysis. Uh, at the time, uh, Dante Wright was accidentally shot during a traffic stop in April of 2021 by Kim Potter, who has painfully paid for that. Mm -hmm. Admittedly, a horrible, horrible mistake. She's painfully paid for that with her career and time in jail and... Uh, Dante Wright at that time was wanted on an active firearms warrant and he had pending armed robbery charges and had allegedly been involved in two other shootings. The victim in one of those shootings, Caleb Livingston, died last October of complications stemming from a bullet to his head that left him permanently disabled. 
Caleb Livingston was 16 years old in May 2019 when Wright allegedly shot him in the head at the full stop gas station on Lowry Avenue North of Minneapolis, according to court documents. As a result, he was left permanently disabled, unable to walk, talk, or take care of himself due to a condition called unresponsive wakefulness syndrome. Mm. So the poor kid was awake and might have known somewhat about what was going on, but couldn't do a damn thing about it. It is clear that Caleb's death was caused by the criminal conduct of Dante Wright, Mike Padden, the attorney handling a civil lawsuit on behalf of Livingston's family, said, As such, in the near future, we will be amending our complaint to note that the case is a matter of wrongful death as opposed to personal injury. Livingston and Wright have been friends at one point. His mother, Jennifer LeMay, told Fox News Digital, you're not going to see this in the Star Tribune. No, I'm looking all over for it. You're not going to see it anywhere, Joe. I cannot find it. Uh, and they had sleepovers at some point. At some point, they had a falling out. And uh, the next thing you know, Caleb Livingston was shot in the head, allegedly, by Wright. And those charges were... oh. Seven months after Livingston, after the Livingston shooting, Osseo police charged Wright, Dante, in connection with an armed robbery in which he allegedly held a gun to a woman's head and choked her. Those charges were pending at the time of his death when police found he had a warrant in connection with another firearms case. He had allegedly violated the terms of his release in the robbery case and was accused of waving a handgun near a Minneapolis intersection before ditching it and fleeing on foot, eluding response, uh, responding officers. Uh, in another posthumous lawsuit, a man named Joshua Hodges alleges that Wright was present when another man shot him in the leg. Did you need me for something? No, I, I accidentally collapsed my oh. water bottle shut. Oh. Sorry about that. Uh, when another when Wright allegedly shot another man in the leg and the two stole his car. Uh, the legal team for Wright's family, led by the always available Ben Crump, mm. described the posthumous civil complaints as character assassinated. What character? This this Dante Wright didn't have much of a character. I'd say he was a character. But f you disingenuous, deceitful fools in Brooklyn Center, you want to establish a memorial to Dante Wright because all you see is he was the victim of a white well, police officer. That's exactly what I was going to say. The truth doesn't matter anymore because you can create your own narrative. B as in B, S as in S. Yes, a tragic accident occurred. But for educational purposes... Why don't you put a memorial up alongside it of, of Caleb Livingston with a very great description of what happens when you go off the rails? Mm. Uh, these two were once friends but had a falling out. Uh, subsequently, there was an incident at the full stop gas station in which uh, Dante Wright allegedly shot uh, Caleb Livingston, whose memorial see adjacent, uh, in the head of fully paralyzing him for the remaining three years of his life. He died October 25th, 2022. Caleb Livingston died when a warrant 
issued for his arrest resulted in him getting stopped. I'm just making this up as I go. Uh, resulted in him getting stopped by Brooklyn Center Police in April of uh, 2021. And uh, in an in- inadvertent tragedy, uh, officers, uh, Officer Kim Potter uh, shot Dante Wright with her handgun instead of a taser gun, which she intended. And now both these young men, given the lives they led, are no longer with us. Why don't you have a memorial like that instead of you deceitful fools putting up a memorial to Dante Wright? Where's the memorial to Caleb Livingston? So if you live in Brooklyn Center... Maybe you want to contact your politi- your politicians, your city council, and your mayor, because this is utter nonsense. Because they'll listen to the constituents. Ups, absolute BS. <laughs> You're canonizing Dante Wright, who died terribly. No one is suguesting that, that he did not. But you're canonizing a kid who who rendered his friend's life useless, allegedly. There's only one way to escape this. Have a little fun. What do you got? Get to EcoFun and get a scooter or an electric bike. The electric bikes are on sale through July. These are Yamaha and Bentelli and Scootstar. They've got the scooters that turn urban errands into adventures. They've got the youth ATVs and dirt bikes, and they've got the 4x4s, and they've got the... uh, Oh, they got the golf cart and the Vander Hall Roadster. They got a great parking lot at the Forest Lake Eco Fun. You can test drive all this stuff. When you get an electric bike, Kayla's going to go outside with you. You're going to get the right fit, the right size, the right equipment, the right tires. You'll leave happy and you'll leave with sale prices on all electric bikes at EcoFun Motorsports. There's two places to shop at EcoFun Forest Lake, it's on 97 just west of 35, almost immediately west of 35, the brand new store that opened last summer, and in Burnsville EcoFun Motorsports on the service road of life near County Road 42, and a wonderful website. You can pick out what you're going to go and test drive on the website if you wish, EcoFunMotorsports.com. You know, the investment game can be awfully tricky, especially in these volatile times. And that's why you need the best and also somebody that you can trust. And that's why I rely on Josh Arnold. We know him as Mr. Money Talk around these parts. And he's here for you. So give him a call today for that free 48-minute no-obligation consultation by dialing 952-925-5608. 952-925-5608. Josh has been at this a long time with a track record of success, and he's here to help you. So give him a call today. No obligation. That's right. No obligation. It's absolutely free. 952-925-5608. And tell them you heard about him here on the Garage Logic Podcast. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Chris Reavers is a paid endorser. The earth is not your mother. The Joe Suchere Show. Sun came up today. You know oh, what that shit. means. DK Mags threw open those doors at 10 a.m. 
at Old 8 in New Brighton. They've got another location up in Monticello, Highway 25, south of 94, dkmags.com, the website. The staff at both locations, honest, down-to-earth GLers. They're us. And they'll treat you right, whether this is your very first firearms purchase or you do it on a weekly basis. At DK Mags, a couple of great options. You can either buy in-store or you can do it on the online catalog, dkmags.com. I've done that. It's pretty easy. DK Mags is a great place to pick up a last-minute gift for your friends, your loved one, whoever, even yourself. Uh, and if you need a little work done on that firearms, DK Mags has in-house gunsmithing. And if you've got a big, huge, intricate job they can send out for that, no problems. DK Mags will buy your unwanted guns and can provide you either short-term or long-term firearm storage. Give them a shot. Try them out. DK Mags, New Brighton, and uh, Monticello Pawn and Gun. A couple of wonderful shops for GLers run by GLers. Here's a story regarding the Dante Wright Memorial. This one happens to, I think a lot of news uh, sources wrote this story. None of them are writing about Caleb Livingston. Okay. Uh, this is from Fox 9. Permanent memorial plans in memory of Dante Wright are moving forward in Brooklyn Center. A public presentation on the memorial took place last night on the council's agenda. With no vote needed, the project has already been given the green light as part of the settlement with Wright's family. With material already ordered in a neighborhood wants the focus of racial justice policing and pre Textual traffic stops back in the spotlight. Uh, let's see what it says here. I got a scroll. Uh, despite some objections around the intersection of 63rd Avenue North and Catherine Drive, the city is moving forward with the project that was agreed upon as part of a multi-million dollar settlement with Wright's family. Did Kayla Livingston get any money? Uh, I think Mike Padden is working on that. Hey, yeah, they yeah, sued the yeah. family. The tribute to the 20-year-old is made of steel and granite and comes with a price of $243,000, again, which is money set aside in the settlement. It will replace the makeshift display of flowers, spray paint, and signage that has served as a gathering space for the Wright family and members of the community since the April 2021 encounter. While some see it as a fitting memorial that belongs Belongs here for generations. Others don't believe it belongs in a residential neighborhood. That's the end of the story. And nobody in the on the Brooklyn. Maybe they have. I'm unaware of it. Uh, I, I feel comfortable in saying nobody on the city council in Brooklyn Center or the mayor has really wondered about also including a Caleb Livingston memorial. Because if I was doing it, you'd either have the Caleb Livingston memorial or neither, or none. I'd say none. Now, let's move to Kamala Harris, another deceitful, disingenuous idiot. <laughs> she was grousing about the Florida educational plans for teaching black culture. And she seized upon a line uh, about slavery uh, was beneficial because it taught people skills, something to that effect, I'm paraphrasing. And uh, she sees one line out of 191 instruments that instructing 
the students one line and and she she got that wrong uh, she got that wrong according to dr william allen uh, who was uh, he's a african-american fellow he's an academic who helped craft florida's african-american history curriculum he called out Harris for mischaracterizing the course material. In interview footage, ABC News left on the cutting room floor. Mm. Ha! This mm. is where we are in news gathering. This is a multifaceted lesson we're getting today. Kamala Harris is a liar, mm-hmm. and the conventional news gatherers act in concert to prevent you from knowing that. Mm-hmm. even though you can figure it out yourself. ABC is as guilty as they come. The Florida Board of Education recently approved a new curriculum for African-American history with a section on how slaves develop skills, which in some instances could be applied for their personal benefit. Harris condemned this line in a recent speech, declaring that they decided middle school students will be taught that enslaved people benefited from slavery. That's, that's not what the line Very is. Very misleading. The insult, they insult us in an attempt to gaslight us, and we will not stand for it. The former chairman of the U.S. Commission on Civil Rights and Florida's African-American History Standards work group member, Dr. William Allen, told ABC News Harris completely mischaracterized the curriculum with a categorically false assessment. However, the network did not air those comments of his on Saturday's ABC World News Tonight. Only a small segment from Allen's interview aired when he defended the controversial line. It is the case that Africans proved resourceful, resilient, and adaptive and were able to develop skills and aptitudes which served to their benefit both while enslaved and after enslavement. Would you play that for me, please? So there's been uh, there's been a little bit of backlash um, to to these standards that, you know, were put out. And, you know, like you said, that, you know, these were these were done in open uh, open sessions so the public could, you know, listen or watch along. Um, You know, what would what would you say to critics uh, who say these standards um, have set education back? Well, I can't answer critics whom I haven't seen or heard. The only criticism I've encountered so far is a single one that was articulated by the vice president, and which was an error. As I stated in my response to the vice president, it was categorically false. It was never said that slavery was beneficial to Africans. What was said, and anyone who reads this will see this with clarity, It is the case that Africans proved resourceful, resilient, and adaptive, and were able to develop skills and aptitudes which served to their benefit, both while enslaved and after enslavement. That didn't get aired. Hmm. I wonder why. That is such a heavy piece. Because it violates the agenda. The agenda Mm. of the traditional news gatherers that white people are evil, slavery is evil, of course it is. And that uh, uh, nothing has changed, and we're all evil people. And they won't, they won't, they won't tell the truth because it calls out the vice president. Now, this guy, I, I suppose, but this is what? exactly why all of us are such cynics. 
What I don't Mysteri- believe anything. What are Mysterians saying? That while he was ch- uh, chosen for the Human Rights Commission by Ronald Reagan and George H.W. Bush, so therefore he's not credible? He's not black enough. Is that enough. what they're saying? He's not black enough. Wow. He's uh, author of The Imaginative Conservative and Rethinking Uncle Tom. He's a conservative American political scientist. He has been professor of political philosophy and dean of James Madison College at Michigan State University in East Lansing. He was a member of the National Council on the Humanities from 1984 to 1987 and chairman of the United States Commission on Civil Rights from 1988 to to 1989. Allen's fields are political philosophy, American government, and jurisprudence. He is considered an authority in matters of a liberal arts education. Get this. You'll never guess where Allen was born. William Barclay Allen. Fernandina Beach. Uh. Where we get today's history events. Oh. Fernandina. He's like, why does that sound familiar? He was born in 1944 as one of 12 children of a Baptist preacher. During high school, he studied science at Virginia Union University, but his interest shifted to politics and philosophy, and he moved to Pepperdine College, where he graduated in 1967 and received an M.A. and Ph.D. from Claremont Graduate University. In 1970-71, he was Fulbright Advanced Teaching Fellow at the University of Rouen in France. He was appointed assistant professor at the School of Government and Public Administration at American University in 1971. And the next year, he became assistant professor of government at Harvey Mudd College in 1972 with tenure in 1976. He was promoted to associate professor in 1976 and served as full professor from 83 to 94. He was a member of the National Council on the Humanities. He resigned to take a seat on the United States Civil Rights Commission, on which he served until 1992. He was chairman of that body from August 8, 1988 to October 23, 1989. Now, what what are critics going to say? That he was just a a convenient choice Hmm. for a Republican president to have picked for the Human Rights Commission? No, he... Well, go ahead. Well, I've got so many things, but the general question here, what do you suppose the vice president's motive was? Well, her motive is to perpetuate the agenda. The agenda is black people are victims and only us white liberals can help you. Or I was thinking down the lines of um, taking another swing at the governor of Florida, DeSantis. That absolutely enters into it because he's a Republican candidate for president. And everything he does and says is considered evil um, by the left, whether it is or not. Oh, and um, before you take it back, uh, CBS actually last Friday did do a story, very balanced story, covering both sides of this issue. Good. Um, so I did find something from CBS. But man, you got to search, don't you, for the yeah. truth? You yeah, no, just it was on looking and it looking was on and page looking. page two of the Google uh, results. Page two it was 191. Uh, aspects to this particular curricula and uh, what she did or her people, she didn't do it, she can't even read. Her people (laughs) found her this line and then turned her loose and she's just savvy enough to go with that line as it helps to perpetuate the agenda. But you can see 
uh, as you get a big body together and you're putting together this curriculum for these kids in middle school, let's tell them the whole story of slavery. They never once said slavery's beneficial. But as an aside, uh, up came this idea that, you know, during the tenure of slavery, which we all abhor and it should not have existed, people learn stuff. That's better than saying that, well, I'll just stop right there. People learn stuff. But they're preying upon the dumb. I mean, that, that's exactly what this is all about. They're just taking a snippet. They're, as we've been saying this for months, they're gaslighting us to death. And the idiots are just going to sop this up and believe everything they say and continue to vote for them. But, uh, you know, I, even though I'm very hard on the failed academy of which William Barclay Allen is an in, integral part... Uh, I cannot contest his bona fides. Uh, if, if this is okay with him, it should have been okay with Kamala Harris, who's a fraud mm-hmm. and a liar. And, and she misrepresented the line, mischaracterized it, because oh, she's a liar. That, doesn't, that sounds like you're going too soft on her. Yeah. Mischaracterized. She neglected it. I'm just waiting for height. I'm just waiting for the shoe to drop. Comrade, what do you have to say now? How do you tell us now? (laughs) Spin for us, comrade. I did want to say last week when the guy called me comrade, I wanted to call him an idiot. So I'll just call you an idiot instead. Thanks. This is okay. uh, It does say it can be applied for the personal benefit. I don't think there's any problem with it, but that's the quote from the thing. I don't have any problem with, with it being in there. And I have no problems with William Allen either. I looked at him up yesterday. I started going over his biography yeah. yesterday. Then we're we're in we agreement that Kamala Harris is a deceitful liar. She's a fraud. Oh, I th- I think this solely was based on, and Kenny and I were kind of shaking our heads together at, at trying to get some bad things said about Ron DeSantis because Absolutely. he's a, a viable Republican presidential Absolutely. candidate. That was the sole purpose of this whole thing. Because stop and think about it for a minute. Do you really think DeSantis... Uh, would have signed off on a, uh, a a class curriculum that had as a principal part of its teaching that slavery was beneficial to Africans? No. No. Of no. course not. Just like the Don't Say Gay bill, which has been entirely misinterpreted. Nowhere in the language are those words. Nowhere in the language of the educational bill are the words don't say gay. But we've reached a point in America where, well, we'll just say it, we just said it moments ago, getting the truth of a thing is a task. And then once the truth is arrived at, oftentimes it doesn't make much difference. It's, I was just going to say, it's and it doesn't matter. It's all water under the bridge? Yeah, and that's... A, well, yeah, don't the, get me started. Right, that's a the, thing that's the, everywhere. The Mysterians the, who are seizing upon the way Kamala Harris phrased this are not going to be appeased by William Allen's interview left on the cutting room floor. Nope. They're not going to change their minds. They're going to demonize DeSantis for having the audacity to think slavery had some goodness. I don't think DeSantis thinks that. He didn't write the standards, and he had a body of experts write them, including this guy, William Barclay Allen, 
who said, we didn't say slavery was beneficial. But we once said, again, the truth doesn't matter. The truth doesn't matter. Nope. Which is a, which is a crying shame. Uh, I don't have a garage door guy anymore. I got the whole family. I've told you that. Precision garage door MN. They're my new people. I still got to get them over. You know, it's just, it's just, you know what it is? It's, uh, what's the word I want? Procrastination on my, my part. Yes. I you want to wait till it it's wintertime. Putting it off. Well, I don't want to wait till wintertime. Oh, you I don't. can't lift the damn door. Got it. So I'm calling <laughs> them and they're going to get over and do it because, uh, they fix garage doors correctly from everything from the remote to the springs to the rollers to if you need a new door. And they're a Garage Logic family. Tell them you appreciate that. They're available to be contacted 24 7. They don't charge extra for weekend visits, and they do it right the first time. They're highly trained. These are good people. I've met them, and uh, I'm going to go with them as much as possible. And I lost the sheet, so I want to be careful on the. Uh, a website. It's precisiondoormn.com. That's Why don't correct. you verify that for I'm me? I'm doing that right now. Precisiondoormn.com. Correct. Get a hold of them, make your appointment, and you'll be entirely happy with their work because they uh, they know you're busy and they're busy. They're going to do it right the first time, and they're going to take care of it. And I'm being shown that by Rookie Precision Garage Door. They serve the metro in western Wisconsin, and uh, they'll take care of you. Precisiondoormn.com. of Spoon Lake. We're celebrating 30 years of garage logic. Thanks in part to North American Banking Company. Joe, love your show. Thank you. I got to fire up a 25 horse Johnson on a 14 foot Alumacraft Lunker 14. Well, well, how new is the motor? That's an 88. Well, big deal. Oh, no, it's He's probably got an early jump start on the weekend, if Man, you know what I mean. I and, think uh, I do. Hey, can I start an 8820? Hey, Pally, you know, maybe a 1948 five horse, right. that would have been interesting. Or a 99, you know, brand new, has never been started yet. No, it wouldn't work no. either. Doesn't that work either? You know, Why no. not a new one? Huh? Why not a new, brand well, I mean, new one? The whole point of starting stuff usually is guys start interesting stuff i grant you i'm glad his ci is in there with motor but an 88 25 horse johnson ain't that big of a deal especially in this state where there's a fighting chance that about three out of four people on every block have a 25 horse johson that's uh whatever how about you oh great how about i go start my car <laughs> well, I mean, it'd be about the same impact. Right. Here, give me a microphone. I'll run out and start my 1995 car. Jeez Louise. Oh. 
30 Years of Garage Logic is brought to you by North American Banking Company, a better banking experience. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. To learn more, go to nabankco.com. Join us all summer long as we look back at 30 years of GL memories. It's the end of the world as we know it, and he feels fine. Joe Souchere. First and foremost, we'd like to thank North American Banking Company once again for sponsoring 30 years of Garage Logic, as you just heard the highlight from Bruce. And secondly, they want to become your bank. They convinced me to switch, and you should as well. Uh, they have six locations to serve you. Roseville is my location, 50th in France, Hastings, Woodbury, Shoreview, and their new location over there in Maple Grove. North American Banking Company offers the same online and mobile banking options as the other banks, but with the service of a community bank. And they are also locally owned and operated, which means loan decisions are made right here in the Twin Cities. And this yeah, helps business owners solve problems and help you share websites with your friend across the table and expand your business with confidence. North American Banking Company first opened back in 1998, and they made a promise to deliver a better banking experience for their customer, where you know your banker and they know you. While a lot has changed since 1998, this commitment to being a true community bank of the Twin Cities, that has not. So when your business is looking to capitalize on an opportunity or to solve a problem, turn to the experts at North American Banking Company. Check out their website today, nabankco.com, nabankco.com. I don't think Mr. Bilski minds if we chat during your North American Banking Well, you're banking so excited event. about their partnership What are you showing me? I got an Apple North Watch. American Banking Company member FDIC <laughs> is an equal housing lender. What kind? Two thirty. Is what? it? Do- it's an Apple Watch. I got it for my anniversary. Happy belated anniversary, love. Thirty years. Does yesterday. it do your heart rate and all that stuff? Yes, I have. I just put it on today, so I got to set it up. Yeah. But it just said time to stand, stand up and move for one minute. Really? So I'm, I'm not going to live my you can, life you by can what run a watch place. tells there me. You go. go ahead. Yeah. Uh, uh, John Heidman. In the news. But th- thank you, Joe. Rook, you told us yesterday it was your 30th anniversary. I had no idea it was your wedding anniversary. I thought you met with the show. So I didn't say anything. Uh, but then I did wish you a, a happy anniversary on Facebook. So happy thank anniversary. Thank you. My anniversary you when the show, anyway. I think, comes in 95. I don't know. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> I don't Well, wait a minute. Wasn't Joe at your wedding? Yeah. Yeah, but we had already done Monday Night Sports Talk and Saturday Sports Talk. I and- see. In news, crews still working to restore power to thousands of people as the hot temps move through Minnesota and Wisconsin. Power outages continued early this morning with more than 2,500 customers reported without electricity as of about 9 o'clock. The company reporting there were 4,000 customers without power Monday night. Strong storms caused trees to fall and a roof to blow off an apartment building in Hudson, Wisconsin. Trees could be seen on the ground in Madness Heights early this morning. Hail was also discussed in storm reports in in addition to the downpours, uh, some of the hail the size of golf balls. The hot temps are on the edge of a heat dome out of the American Southwest. Phoenix expected to see its 26th straight day of 110 degrees or hotter today. The city hasn't been below 90 degrees in more than two weeks. As Joe mentioned earlier, here in the Twin Cities, air quality alert in effect from noon to 9 o'clock Thursday, 9 I didn't, p.m. I didn't Thursday. mention that. I did not mention. Oh, that. you guys mentioned ozone. That's, uh, that's, that's right. That was that was me. Yeah. yeah. The, the Pollution Control Agency has issued an air quality alert for ground level ozone pollution. The air quality index is expected to reach the orange or unhealthy for sensitive groups category. 
Um, Hillary uh, Clinton ha- had this to say just a few hours ago. Hot enough for you? Question mark. Yeah. Thank a mega Republican, or better yet, vote them out of office. Because because Democrats can change nature. See, that's how it works. So all you have to do is pay them more Throw taxes. Some money at it. Mega yeah. Republicans are pouring fuel on the climate crisis fire. Hey, did you it see where Obama's chef died? I did. His yeah. personal chef. Yeah. yeah. The guy was a very skilled swimmer, wasn't he? Did Hillary kill him? I don't know. But the poor guy Probably. died in a pond behind. Yeah. It's, a, it's strange where Obama bought a house. He bought it on the ocean hmm. uh, in, in Martha's Vineyard. You'd think he wouldn't because of rising ocean levels, but that, that didn't stop him. But this poor guy went out in the pond. And and yeah. must, something must have happened, heart attack yeah. or something. Yeah, the weeds grabbed him, pulled him down. Yeah. An interesting story from our buddies downstairs at Five Eyewitness News. One of the state's top watchdogs defending her critical evaluation of the still unfinished Southwest Light Rail project, which is now expected to cost taxpayers two point seven five billion dollars. <laughs> you know what? That's nothing. <laughs> Who cares? Yeah, we got the money. Emails obtained by five uh, investigates downstairs reveal a combative exchange of words between the Office of the Legislative Auditor and the contractors building the controversial light rail line, which is well over budget and years behind schedule. In June, Legislative Auditor Judy Randall released a report that criticized the Met Council for failing to rein in cost overruns and not enforcing the terms of its contract with construction firm Lunda C.S. McCrossan Joint Venture. Dennis Banky, CEO of Lunda Construction, responded to that criticism with a 12-page letter to Randall earlier this month, which called out the Office of the Legislative Auditor for a lack of experience and qualifications involving large construction projects and called for the conclusions of the auditor's report to be called unfounded and unjustified. Well, Randall fired back Friday in an email saying the Office of the Legislative Auditor welcomes feedback on its work that is constructive and respectful. Your letter was neither. The little, same email. Little fight going on, huh, John? Well, you got a little uh, back and forth there with yeah, the emails. A little kerfuffle. The same email, Randall rejected criticisms of her office's lack of experience with design and engineering issues. The results of an uh, additional financial audit of Southwest Light Rail are expected later this year, but uh, the last review said it was well behind schedule and well over budget. How about those twins, huh? They just keep uh, yeah, hitting late fun. in the game and tying her up and then taking her to a walk-off. Mm-hmm. Boom, shaka-laka-laka-boom. That was a fun, uh, fun ending. That was my way of saying no one's ever going to suffer one ounce of consequence for how screwed up this boondoggle light rail line is to the southwest. What a mistake. And they just keep plowing through. Yeah, just your money. What do you? What do they care? You know what was the initial expected date of the launch? Uh, about four years ago. That's what I'm saying. So how long have we been delayed? Because <laughs> I don't know. I know, and it won't. You can't ride it until 2027. Well, and I know COVID had some something to do with it because uh, of whatever. But who wants to go out to Eden Prairie? People who live in Eden Prairie. Well, like no, I they said, don't, they're driving. But what I've said a million times is this was designed when I lived in that area for someone like me that worked downtown but lived in the southwest. I wasn't going to take it. It's not practical. No. Tough. There's, there's That's the reaction. Right. Tough. So, sorry. Tough yeah. bosom. You're getting one. 
Good news on the front of treating dementia lately, and we have some more now. For people experiencing cognitive decline, hearing aids could reduce their risk of dementia by half, according to a new study what? published in The Lancet. Yeah. You beat me to it. Yeah. What? Where is the party? Better get suit your pair right now. Very I'm thinking about them. I'm thinking about them. No, yeah. you don't, don't want to get the kind issues. you can't see. You don't yeah. have hearing issues. Knowing I you. It, I do it. It depends who's talking to me. Knowing you, you'll buy your hearing aids at the Knack Hardware Store. Yeah, we spend about ten bucks yeah. on them. They'll have Get little cone, little cones coming out of your ears. The Knack Hardware <laughs> Lounge sells only the finest equipment. Yeah. You'll get the ones like uh, Tim Conway on uh, Carol Burnett. Hello, yeah. Mother Harper! No batteries required. Matt, <laughs> Matt it, it might surprise you uh, to learn that Half your references I can't really identify with. You you watch the Carol Burnett show. I know that. Well, maybe, maybe back in the day. Someone but grabbing her ear. I don't you know. remember the Mother Harper. Well, you yeah. remember your old gramophone that you used to listen to your Beatles albums on, that wind-up <laughs> deal with that big horn that came out? <laughs> the big show. That's yeah, we, what we're referring the to. The barking oh. dog. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> St. Paul audiologist and owner of Associate Hearing Care, Rebecca Young, says the link between hearing loss and dementia is twofold. She says there's several working theories. Basically, what we know is that when you have hearing loss, your brain is impacted, not just your ears, but your brain. Hearing loss actually causes shrinkage in the brain, according to scientists. When people begin to lose their hearing, they also start to socialize less and become more isolated. The study also noted a significant improvement in feelings of loneliness for those fitted with hearing aids. Uh, it's noted that several people in the subgroup that experienced a slow cognitive decline were from Minnesota. I'm shocked that the owner of a hearing aid company would find some credibility in this. Okay, I was just going to ask, was this study released by the hearing aid um, no, lobbying it, it group? Was, like no, it, or was, it was in Lancet which is a medical journal. It was done by actual medical people. So, well, Hearing aids are notoriously expensive, from I what I understand. I have no idea. Don't they have well, Bluetooth they do, ones and all right. that good don't stuff? Don't they? They, they have a big, a big benefit every year to raise money for poor people with hearing aids, oh, don't yeah. they? Starkey. Starkey. Yeah. Starkey's yeah. very generous. Yeah. I have yeah, two brothers who okay. have them, who have them, and they're both Bluetooth ones, and they work wonderful for both of, wonderfully for both of them. <laughs> So there you can go. you adjust uh, the volume on yes. them? Yeah, yes, you can turn you can. you can turn the wife down if, yeah. if you need to. Yeah. Yeah. You can also, if for instance, when all five of us are talking at once, you can hit a button that adjusts it so that you can that tune all, happens. all of that out. Oh, so. I would love that. It's called the disconnect <laughs> button. Yeah, you should just have a W and an O, wife and others. <laughs> we uh, we have never sounded older than we do. Right. What? Uh, uh, Give us well, a call, no, uh, listener. No, no, Chris, you're wrong, Chris. Often sound older than that. Way older. Yeah, yeah. I'm what are you talking about? <laughs> you don't Yesterday, like your hearing age? Give me a call. Call me now. <laughs> Yesterday was Amelia Earhart Day. Now, I She's didn't alive. Know any of this. She's alive somewhere on an island with JFK. I, living in I must have known this at some Tupac. point. Huh? Yeah. And Tupac. Elvis. Right. With Elvis. Shh. She uh, she lived in St. Paul. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah for about mean. 10 minutes. Where, John? As a teenager at a home in the Summit Hill neighborhood. Really? She went to St. Paul Central High School and her family attended St. Clement's Episcopal Church. I'll be damned. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I may have heard that at some point, but I, I didn't remember that at all. Wait, 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 huh? Was she flying around these parts? Sure, she, uh, she, she was a teenager. Home. 
she was a teenager at the time. So yeah, that's where she I, got inspired. I bet she was uh, inspired as a teenager. Yes. Earhart went on to become, of course, the first female aviator to fly solo across the Atlantic Ocean. Uh, unfortunately, in 1937, her plane went missing. She was never found. If you want to read a great novel, it's called The Great Circle. It's hmm. really, really good. The uh, Look up the author, Rook, The Great Circle. It's about a young woman raised by a dissolute uncle in Montana, and she gets the flying craze, and uh, there's a lot of Amelia Earhart similarities in it. It's really, really well done. Man. Maggie Shipstead. Maggie Shipstead, The Great Circle. I highly recommend it. Hmm. Uh, let's take a little break here. Follow-up uh, oh, follow from what? that is The Confused Square. She did another... Uh, Jeez. Is that about Wrongway Corrigan? He landed on Gilligan's Island. I know that. Yes, exactly. Well, the end, the ending of the Great Circle is a uh-huh. real knockout that took me for a loop. Is that huh. great writing when they do that? Yeah, I think when so. You can't see that. I don't want to see it coming, and okay. if I can't see it coming, that uh, my hats off to the author. Excellent. Yeah. Rook, how come the Howells brought so much money to Gilligan's Island? What was and that? And so much stuff. It was a three-hour tour. They had a whole, tra- uh, uh, what do you call those, steamer truck. They had outfits, didn't they? Yes. Ginger's dress never got soiled. And Gilligan's hat never got dirty. As many times as the skipper threw it on the ground, I want to know what coconut-style detergent they were using. I saw that set, too. I've told you I've seen the Hogan's Heroes set. And I, the saw the, uh-huh. I saw the whole... The, uh, What's the show you were talking uh, about? Gilligan's Island. I saw Gilligan's that. Island. Well, that's that you scene. know that's based on a true story. Right? It was a puddle in the back lot with a fake palm tree in the middle of it. I think it was bigger than that. Yeah. And it was it was pretty far off in a Pacific island, wasn't it? Did they get caught in a storm? It was an isle. It was yeah. It was. Yeah. It was Weather a, started getting rough. The tiny ship was tossed. If, if not, not for the courage of the fearless crews, the minnow, minnow would, would be lost. lost. What? The minnow, the minnow would, would be, be lost. lost. And the batteries in that radio, they just kept going, didn't they? Well, yeah. yeah Wasn't well, one of the guys a scientist? Professor. professor. A professor. Yeah. 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 So they had a, well, a professor, so there a was fine gi- girl. Ginger, and who was the other girl? actress? Marianne. Marianne. Who we met and who was on the show. I know Marianne's a oh, personal no. friend of mine. Right. Well, she was. Yeah. Well, she's yeah, dead. She's so. gone now. Oh, she died? Yes, yeah, she we died. We lost her, yeah. A couple since, of years ago? Since we had her on the fair? Dawn Wells, no, yes. No, before that. <laughs> yeah. Hang on. <laughs> Uh, were you a uh, uh, Marianne or a uh, totally in fact, Marianne? You, you, that's what started. You called her Joy. I didn't know what the hell her name was. Right. Right. Yeah. Uh, we lost her December thirtieth, twenty twenty. Oh no! Yeah. She was a looker. She, well, she in was. her in her dotage, she retained her good looks. Uh, yeah. COVID took her out. Oh no! How old? Uh, she was born in thirty eight and died in twenty twenty. So that's sixty two, seven eighty two. She wow. didn't uh, catch COVID wow. at the fair, did she? Oh, <laughs> you guys ever seen the movie The Admirable Crichton? No. It's a 57, no. made in 1957. I swear it was the basis. It was the it was what gave the writers the idea for Gilligan's Island. I swear. Really? Yeah. Huh. It's a fun movie. Bunch of nutcases trapped on an island. A butler goes along on a yacht. They get shipwrecked, and the butler turns into the governor. And oh. runs the crew. Does oh, the boy. chef die, drown in eight feet of water in that one? <laughs> My that God, you're right. Guy, he that's, does. That's that's a terrible story. What if I wanted to go on a three-hour cruise, Rook? Uh, I'm going to tell you about that, but I want to say <laughs> that 
Dawn Wells went to uh, Stevens College in Columbia, Missouri, where she majored in chemistry. I know He's, all about this. She was a friend of mine. That's, well, you guys were pals. Yeah. Such a good friend, you didn't know she died. Well, once she, I got her name right, it was... <laughs> you guys were twisting up L's and burning J's, yeah. the whole deal. Oh, yeah. yeah. Homie. Yeah. She was his homie. She was my homegirl. Speaking of going on What a was the name of the other girl on the show? Ginger. Ginger. Ginger yeah. Tina Louise, oh, Tina re Louise yeah. refused to be part of any of the um, reoccurring episodes afterwards. You know, oh. the, the, what do they call she them when they get back? Return to yeah, yeah. sequels. Uh, that was beneath her status, I bet. Uh, if a guy looks long and hard, you might be able to find some good pictures of her. Well, I but really you gotta, don't think I'll spend I'm a any time. You right really got to be motivated, but I'm not uh, that motivated. they're out there. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Speaking of cruises, I have some really, really good news. Escape with Us Vacations has reported to me that there was one cabin left, and they had two people that just dropped down their um, security deposits. So there may be talk of a second ship. That will accompany us. an inflatable boat behind you? I might or? be sleeping on the dinghy behind yeah, just yeah. to make accommodations. I told you I talked to my nephew who could not recommend a visit to Croatia higher. Well, and my sisters have been there as well, and that's why they're doing this trip again. So many GLers have signed up already. And if you want to learn more about it or find out what's going on in the future, go to escapewithusvacations.com. We've got the phone number. We've got the complete list of what we're going, where we're going, what we're going to do, and what you get while you're on this wonderful 18, oh, beautiful, beautiful 18-cabin motor yacht. It's a private yacht called the Adriatic King. If you would like more information and you want to go old school and call Teresa or Maria at Escape With Us Vacations, you can do so. You pick up the phone and you dial 651-788-4338. But just listen to the website, escapewithusvacations.com. This is next year, July 14th to the 21st. Please do me a favor and get in touch with them now if you want to go. Get your down payment in there, and we'll be set to sail uh, longer than a three-hour cruise. This ain't no Gilligan's Island. This is the real deal, and Croatia is beautiful. Again, 651-788-4338 or escapewithusvacations.com. 9-Logic Town Council member? Here's what you're missing. Just keep shoveling them in. Joe eats fast. I've noticed uh -oh. that. Okay, there, Hasey. Are you spitting <laughs> the seeds into your lunchbox? What do you want me to do? Throw them on the floor? <laughs> you are a hayseed. <laughs> you're the hayseed. Kenny, yeah, Kenny. He's the city at hayseed. He is. What, you want me to hayseed. spit the seeds on the floor? He's like Jethro yeah, Clampett. <laughs> Hey, go out to the concrete pond. Do it again. I want to, I want the sound effect. I got your mic up. Come on. Give us a good spit. God, that's crass. <laughs> oh, my God. What a Neanderthal. Go behind the scenes of Garage Logic with unfiltered audio and video access, invites to exclusive events, an emailed newsletter from the mayor himself, and more by signing up at garagelogic.com. I wonder what this button does right here. <laughs> you cannot stop him. He'll just make a move. Joe Suchere. Kenny. I'm, I'm being a professional. I wasn't. I'm sorry. I apologize. Fleet Farm, Walmart, 
your neighborhood knack hardware, auto parts stores. People have been asking old Ken doll where to buy Bugs Be Gone so they can keep a spray jug in the door pocket. These are just a few spots. Evidently, you can also order it online. Some places, like Fleet Farm and Walmart, they sell it by the gallon. Bugs Be Gone, oh, you're going to love it. Make scrubbing bugs off your windshield, your bumper, no big deal. You spray it on, breaks up the sticky bond, and you can easily easily wash it away with water. Now, it's safe for all finishes. Don't worry about that. It's non-toxic, a water-based formula. It leaves no film, no haze when it drives, just a clean windshield. And we can use it on any of our vehicles, campers, bikes, uh, boats, uh, golf cart, yes. Anything, anything organic, just spray it on it, then wash it off, and the bugs are gone. Just a, another wonderful product. <laughs> For our vehicles from the folks. Kenny, <coughs> can I, may I add something? To yeah, you? go ahead, Matthew. Please do. Yeah. Gabe took the Jeep up north oh, and he came okay. back and she was full of bugs. And I advised him, you don't just need a wash. You need to go get the bug be gone. I did it last night to get. I did it last night on the uh, Ferrari worked, that I took to Road America. It worked like a charm. Boom, boom, boom. Huh. You own a Ferrari? Mm hmm. Little teeny one, baby Ferrari. Hmm. That's my story, and I'm sticking. All right. Well, then uh, let's. You know, before since this newscast, I mean, everybody's we're we're saying whatever. I got to tell you guys about this. Okay. Yeah. If you're a Steely Dan fan, yep. M. They just released this week from 1972 or early 73. They did an ad for Schlitz that was never released. Really? It's incredibly. Can we play it? I don't know. Ask Chris. It's I not copyrighted. No. I mean, it's why would it be copyrighted? It's not. It's a commercial. You, it never. It's I not wish, owned I by. I seriously anybody. wish you guys would stop it. I, it's this isn't a Reavers decision. It's your fault. Reavers decide. You're not a lawyer. Yeah. Just play it. No. <laughs> no. Because well, anyway, John, is it good? This creates a ton of work. Yeah, it's funny as hell. Uh, yeah, and we know how much you hate work. Wow. <laughs> You're about Woo. to find out. I'm going to read some news now. Oh, get well, me no, some but news. seriously, because I get this from a GLer once a week. I, we can't play this stuff on the show. I don't know how much what? more clear I need to make when that. What will that change? It's what not about going the to. We're a. F oh, I almost are said the a fiduciary. We are a freaking <laughs> podcast. We are no longer a broadcast show. This is a free country. Well, that's fine, but we can't. we can't do that. But nobody owns it. Yeah, 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 yeah. John, yeah, how about yeah, you do yeah. the freaking news? Schlitz Whoa. doesn't even. Schlitz isn't even in the beer business anymore. They even make Schlitz anymore? You can't even get a Schlitz. I gotta take a Schlitz. In news, <laughs> you're full of Schlitz. Right here. What, was that right the malt here. liquor that yes. I used to drink? Those no, tall. No, Schlitz had it's a regular Schlitz. beer. Yeah, regular when, beer. When you say beer, say bolt, right? Schlitz yeah, malt liquor bolt. Yeah, and the that's bolt the one plow that, through the, the water. Yeah, tall boys. Well, Boy, a six-pack of that, that'll set you free, boy. Let me tell you. The Schlitz jingle, and part of it's in this Steely Dan ad, is when you're out of Schlitz, you're out of beer. Right. Okay. Anyway, Florida governor, that. in other news, Boy, Ron DeSantis. I'm so sorry we can't bring you that Hollywood gem. Oh, no, it's wonderful. It's uh, it's okay. hysterical. Involves a lot of uh, Spanish speaking from Jeff Baxter and translation from Donald Fagan. Anyway, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis and his team were uninjured after they were involved in a car accident this morning in Tennessee, according to his president. He was trying campaign. to run down black people. 
The <laughs> they were standing on the side of the road, and he veered into them. He tried to kill them. <laughs> the police department said the crash involved only DeSantis's four-vehicle motorcade on I-75 South, just below East Brainerd Road, and a call about the accident made at 8.15. I'll give a governor a one-car motorcade. Does he need four? No. He's got... He's got two troopers guarding him all the time. Okay, I have a front and back. I can get you down to three. Okay, two what guys. What was the fourth car? PR people, you know. His uh, chef. His, his, he doesn't need it. If he's got, a, he's got a Suburban, two guys are in the front. The Ron and Tony are in the front. Governor's in the back seat. He's got his legislative aide or He's whatever. got a gun. Well, those guys are armed, yes. Yeah, yeah. And then he's got somebody in the back telling what his schedule is. Would he have increased security because he is running for... I don't know. Oh yeah, he'd probably have Secret Service yeah, if, at this well, point, maybe. I don't. I don't know at what point you are. Secret uh, Service it has to stand with you if you're a candidate. But there gotcha. is a certain point where if you declare, maybe you just get some extra. Oh, you've got uh, mail. Um, other news. I don't know what you guys were arguing about, but that Steely Dan. It's a radio commercial. Yeah, it is fantastic, isn't it? Isn't it? It's, it's the yeah. be- and Chris and I'm not trying to. Go after you here. The guy that I played this off of is called the Dan Vault. He's got seven point seven nine seven hundred thousand, something like that, subscribers. Anyway, why can he put that on YouTube, but we can't? Again, I I oh, don't know the, the specifics. Chris. I'm it's doing what I'm Chris. what I've been told. Yeah. In other news, and the thing is, guys, when when we play something like that, and I'm told to remove it, it's a major. major but we don't we don't care about that part. I know you guys don't. Yeah, we, we I know don't it's care. a lot of work. I know what you're after. In, so just play it, uh, Joe. It's Steely Dan singing a Schlitz, a Schlitz commercial. And, it's yeah, it's just fantastic. It's wonderful. And they the story that accompanies it said they insisted they get to write it and Schlitz could have no input. See, don't kill his mic, Chris. Because God knows you don't want to work. And the hard. thing is, if anyone wants to wants to listen to the jingle, they're more than welcome to go to it on their own. So that's what I'm inviting GLers to do. Turn the podcast off right now. Yeah. And go and just Google Steely Dan Schlitz. It's all over the internet, so you'll find yep. it. It's In other news, President Biden's nearly two-year-old German Shepherd commander bit seven people in a four-month period after former first dog major was, well, thrown out of the White House over similar aggressive behavior. That, according to internal service, uh, Secret Service communications reviewed by the Post. You know, somehow These, that's fitting. Somehow it's fitting what? that Biden has an angry dog. I think always, deep down, I think he's a terribly angry guy. Without question. Uh, yes, 100%. Aren't dogs just a reflection of their owners? There you go. <laughs> the spate of incidents involving Commander, none of them previously reported, mirrors attacks involving Major, <laughs> who the White House says was given to family friends after biting a lot of Secret Service fellas in 2020. He wants Biden's, Biden's a snapper. He'll snap at you. This is his second biting dog, He's right? Two biting dogs. Yeah. Oh, I have God. audio of that. Reverend Wheeler Parkinson. What? What? I think she was imitating President Biden. Yes. <laughs> See him talking to the Israeli ambassador the other day in the yeah. White House? How'd that go? He was oh. nodding off. Yeah. <laughs> 
the uh, he had to bring the chef in and slap Come his on face. Hey, hey. He got lost on stage again, didn't he? Yeah. Recently, mm-hmm. you know what they have to do. You know what he is, the wanderer. Like uh, yeah, the farmers used to have to do during blizzards, you know what they'd do, Joe? They'd tie a rope from the back door of the house to the barn. That's right. So they couldn't get lost on the way in the middle of a whiteout blizzard. Yep. That's what they did. At least six people died, as many as 26 <laughs> others injured in gun violence that sprawled across Chicago over the uh, weekend. Mm. The identified victims ages 13 to 64. Chicago police responding to at least nine separate shooting scenes. 40 people shot, four fatally across Chicago the weekend before. So uh, your two-week totals there, let's see, we have 40 and 26 would wow. be 66 shot and 10 dead in the last two weekends in Chicago. So uh, not going well. A woman found dead in Montana after an apparent bear encounter on a trail near Yellowstone National Park, according to officials. The Montana Department of Fish, Wildlife, and Parks said in a statement the woman was found deceased Saturday morning on the Buttermilk Trail near West Yellowstone. Investigators confirmed that there were grizzly bear tracks at the scene. Uh, citing bear and human safety concerns, the Custer Gallatin National Forest issued an emergency closure of that area, which is a popular area among hikers. The area is about eight miles west of West Yellowstone, a Montana town near the Custer Gallatin National Forest and Yellowstone National Park. Montana nature <clears throat> reserves and wilderness recreation areas are home to various wildlife, including bears, wolves, elk, and bison. We uh, call it Gallatin. Gallatin. Pardon yep. me. Thank yep. you, Kenny. Uh, your theory, Kenny, that you should keep a low profile if you're carrying lots of drugs proves to be true once again in a story from West Virginia. A man was charged after deputies found drugs during a traffic stop. The reason he was stopped, he had loud exhaust pipes on his vehicle. Jeez. On July 23rd, deputies with the Randolph County Sheriff's Department pulled over a vehicle because it had an exhaust that was emitting an excessive and unusual noise, according to the complaint. Deputies then made contact with the vehicle's driver, Lindsay Studer of Elkins, and a female passenger, and deputies learned that Studer's operator's license had been suspended for unpaid citations. Deputies recorded that while speaking with Studer, he had constricted pupils, was extremely fidgety while trying to locate his proper documentation, and they noticed a large machete positioned between the front passenger seat and the center council. A canine unit was used to perform a free air sniff of the area of the vehicle, which resulted in a positive indication for the presence, uh, presence of narcotics. During the search, deputies located a loaded hypodermic needle with an unidentified liquid substance, 47 grams of meth, a gram of a substance determined to be heroin or fentanyl, a mushroom consistent with psilocybin, a container of THC dabs, and four tramadol pills, according to the complaint. Studer has been charged with possession with intent to deliver a controlled substance. He's being held in the Tigert Valley Regional Jail. Didn't the little guy, uh, Fry, say we're not going to turn the cops loose on uh, psychedelics? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Last week or something. Mushrooms and stuff like that. You're, you're good to go. That ought to. Well, I don't understand. That ought to clean this. things up. Yeah, turn everybody into a zombie. Sure, why not? Everybody wear their pajamas all day long. <sighs> nah, too late. Yeah, <laughs> already doing that. John, thank you. Uh huh. Why don't we uh, come back shortly? But first, 
You know, you can clean things up. Get yourself some nice water, yes. Joe. You like a nice glass of water? I really do. Then get in <laughs> touch with my friends at Hofferman Water. I've had my Connecticut system for years. You should make the switch because now is the time. Get on that schedule. Uh, let's see. One, two. About six years ago, we decided to make the switch to Connecticut and Hofferman. And you'll be glad if you decide to make the switch as well. Uh, 952-894-4040. That's their phone number. Or you can just visit their website, HoffermanWater.com. You go on that website and you can see every single system that they have to offer. Maybe it's a new uh, iron rust and odor filtration system or a new water softener that you're in the market for. Doesn't matter. Get in touch with the good people at Hofferman Water and Connecticut and you will be so happy that you did. You get that new system, your showers are better, so is your laundry, and of course your drinking water. 952-894-4040 HoffermanWater.com Hofferman Water has been proudly serving the state of Minnesota for over 50 years. Please tell them that you heard about them here on the Garage Logic Podcast. Look like Ken doll. That is true. <laughs> it's a good photo, Kenny. This guy wears many hats, just not indoors. Joe Souchere. Brian Matura reminds us of a piece that was in the Pioneer Press over the weekend. Okay. Governor Walls got a police perspective during a ride-along. Hmm. Oh. In, in Duluth. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Hello. Uh, Matura says, I realize he governs the entire state, but if he really wants to, uh, the true pulse of what a police officer experiences, I have a few suggestions. First of all, let's schedule this ride-along for this coming Friday after it's been 90 degrees and humid all week. Uh, next, let's do this from 10 p.m. to 6 a.m. near Lake Street in Hiawatha or North Minneapolis or South Minneapolis, Franklin and Cedar, Frogtown, the east side. Or if possible, maybe Walls could pedal along with officers on bicycles in these neighborhoods. If his timing is right, he could get to witness a live overdose at the Lake and Hiawatha light rail platform. He should be embarrassed. This is an insult to anyone who has been a victim or continues to be a victim of crime in the Twin Cities. The only perspective learned by Governor Walls going on a police ride along in Duluth was learned by us, that he is a coward and a fraud. This was beyond tone deaf. <laughs> I know Duluth's got crime. Duluth ride along. Yeah, they got, they got some crime. Sure. They got crime in Duluth. Somebody's messing around in Canal Park. Only because they come to us all the way from Fernandina, the village is Florida, uh, from the traveling linemans. It was on this day. Today is July 27th. 25th, in eight, now it's the 25th, 25th. On this day in 1847. 725. A Baptist church in St. Paul held Minnesota's first known Sunday school session. Hmm. On this day in 1917, July 25th, a group of uh, oh, in New Ulm, a group of at least of at least 6,000 attended a rally at Turner Park to protest the policy of sending draftees of German descent to fight in World War One. You mispronounced mm. that. New Ulm. New Ulm. New Ulm. New Ulm. And on this day in 1990, mm, July 25th. The U.S. Senate voted 96 to nothing to denounce David Durenberger for reprehensible conduct as a senator, making him one of only seven members to be publicly condemned by the Senate in the 20th century. 
Durenberger was censured for financial misconduct, including evading the limit on outside earnings. Huh. I remember this. It, yeah. was, a, it was a dust-up. Uh, many of them since have been guilty of far worse, and they haven't been denounced. Gotcha. I was just thinking George Santos. Imagine. Yeah. <laughs> is he, mean, hey, has he even been denounced? Worse. Uh, not re- just no, not really. Well, but when you well, start, there's been no vote. There's been no vote. But when you would start, when would you stop? What denouncing uh, people? I mean, oh, they all need. Well, to but Santos. I mean, you know, I mean, he's a whole different case. Well, he shouldn't be in there either. He, should exactly. That, he shouldn't be in office. Neither should even. that guy from the Twitch farm in uh, Pennsylvania. Farm. What's his name? Fetterman. 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 No, God bless him. He had a stroke. Uh, but he shouldn't, somebody doesn't care about him. Right. Somebody well, he did should, give some moving words about the bridge collapse. and Somebody Philly. should have said, uh, let's, let's take a break here and get you healthy. And then if you want to try this again, let's give it a shot. Mm. That's how I would have handled it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, exactly. and in Brooklyn Center, I would have handled it with, uh, if you're going to have a, a memorial to Dante Wright, you also must have one for Caleb Livingston. But that's common sense. I don't think that'll happen. No. I don't think that'll happen because the Dante Wright Memorial was made as a contractual obligation of the settlement with the family. So uh, Caleb won't have that. No. Yeah. Thank you, GLers. Rook, what should the uh, GLers do today? Well, if you're looking for um, a podcast that has specific interests to you, you can punch that in at PodMN on your smartphone. Might be humor, it might be music, old Schlitz commercials. I'm sure they're all over, <laughs> all over on a podcast. That's PodMN on your smartphone. Flipping over to YouTube, you can subscribe to Garage Logic. If this is the first time you're hearing this Garage Logic podcast, well, we've got a YouTube channel. You can subscribe to it for free on YouTube. Just punch in Garage Logic. Finally, if you're wondering what all this town council talk is, well, we just had a great time at the baseball game the other night, and those are all town council members. They got free twins tickets. Go to garagelogic.com and become a member of the town council and let them know that. You heard it on the Garage Logic podcast. It is that time once again that we pick up that phone and we make that call to our guy, Mr. Money Talk. Josh Arnold is with us once again here in Garage Logic. And boy, now is the time for you to do the same. So do not delay. Pick up the phone and do what I did. Dial 952-925-5608. That number once again is 952-925-5608. You call that number, you get Josh. And you will always get street talk. You will never get sugar-coated advice. And Josh is on the line with us once again here in Garage logic and today josh boy the fed is on deck and there are more earnings to talk about that you can shake a stick at right now yes that is true it is a big big week for earnings as we have discussed before today we had general electric general electric health this morning spotify this morning general motors 3m and raytheon all reporting this morning and this afternoon if you've got mcdonald's visa microsoft google is on deck as is is Amazon later this week and Meta. And there are so many more to come. And of course, the Fed begins their meeting today. That'll be today and tomorrow with tomorrow, the big press conference. 
that has always been market moving. Analysts anticipate or try to discern what Fed Chairman Powell and the rest of the Fed is aiming to do over the next months and months, as it will be two months until the next Fed meeting after this one, and there are two more CPI reports. It does look like the Consumer Price Index is at least leveling off and has come down significantly from the beginning beginning of the year. So the Fed could be seeing that their interest rate moves and quantitative tightening has been working. And they will, at least will in my estimation, continue to be talking about wage inflation, which is still sticky, and the cost of housing, which is not going down in the way that they anticipate. That said, there is still plenty of fiscal stimulus that is still coming from the Inflation Reduction Act and the CHIPS Act, among other places, and should should mortgage rates come down even a little bit, that will provide some more liquidity. When it comes to the Fed and interest rate, well, I am anticipating the Fed moving up this week 25 basis points or one quarter of 1% and the Fed continuing with their higher for longer verbiage. When it comes to earnings, let's say there have been a few surprises. General Electric, I I would say, surprised on the upside. They had spun off their General Electric healthcare business and the healthcare business has done very well selling uh, healthcare machinery, among other things. And that was a beat and raise quarter. General Electric also beat and raised in their aerospace and energy division. Saw their stock continuing to move apace. GE has been a big, big winner this year, particularly after the spinoff of GE Healthcare. And that's probably been a long time in coming. General Motors, they raised their guidance amidst some cost cutting. But as much as I love cars and car design, I'm just not a car company investor. Too many called labor management issues, among other things. And somebody talked about cost cutting. That could be a reason for raising guidance. So cost cutting may trump really sale vehicle sales. 3M surprised on the upside. They beat and raised on their raised on their EPS number, but gave inline guidance for revenues. Their stock is up. The 3M stock is bouncing off a bottom. Raytheon, member of the Dow, they had a beat and they raised their guidance overall, but the stock was down and down significantly, and that has had an adverse effect on the Dow Jones today, primarily because of their Pratt and Whitney division. And there are some issues with the engines simply relating to the uh, Airbus or the engines used on the Airbus. Many of these engines are going to be recalled for service issues and to check certain parts. This will put these engines out of operation for 60 days. will require um, Pratt and Whitney to replace the engines, at least on a temporary basis. And it could cost Raytheon about $500 million, give or take, going into the next quarter. But they have been very upfront about this, and it does not impact, we'll say, air travel safety. But the fallout from Raytheon's announcement has hurt both 
Boeing shares, as well as the shares of all of the of all the airlines. And speaking of airlines, travel is still up, and you can see that in the travel-related stocks and their performance, whether it be Expedia, Booking.com, formerly known as Priceline, and Airbnb, which recently hit a new high. Then you just have to take a look at, we'll say, the cruise lines, as well as some of my favorite casino names, and they have been doing quite well. Tonight, Microsoft is, has to blow it out of the ballpark, as some analysts say, because the stock has done very well, and particularly well since the announcement of their artificial intelligence initiative. So analysts are going to want to hear more on that, as well as the direction of Azure. And the direction of the Azure could have an impact on favorite Amazon, which I, as I said, reports Thursday night. Going to continue to be interesting this week. Make sure you do have a little cash on the sidelines just in case some of these companies pull back that you've been looking looking at and they do provide positive guidance. Excellent advice, Mr. Money Talk. You heard him, GLers. Now's the time for you to pick up the phone and make the call for that free 48-minute financial consultation by dialing 952-925-5608, where you're always going to get straight talk and never, ever sugar-coated advice. Josh, as always, thank you so much for the time and the chat. Have a great rest of your day, and we'll talk to you again on Thursday. Look forward to it. Thanks, Chris. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Chris Reavers is a paid endorser.